From the American Association of Nurse Practitioners, AANP, I'm your host, Dr. Sophia Thomas, and this is NP Pulse, the voice of the nurse practitioner. Welcome to NP Pulse, AANP's official podcast, bringing you unique nurse practitioner voices and expertise on issues that matter to NPs and to our patients. Happy NP Week! If you're just tuning in, AANP is celebrating NP Week all week long with special mini episodes centered on topics that matter to NPs and to our patients. Our episode today is entitled The Sisterhood Edition. And we'll hear from sisters Vilma and Ilona Farkas about their experience growing up together and, later, uniting in their effort to become NPs. My first name is Vilma. It's like Wilma, but with a V. My last name is Farkas. It's Hungarian. Nobody needs to know that, I guess. I became an NP four years ago, and I did that because I was working as a nurse for a long time, somewhere between 10 and 15 years at the time. I became a nurse because I like the scrubs. (laughs) It just, it seemed really interesting. Um, I liked science and also my daughter's father was uh, an artist, and so I found something practical, nursing, and I did it. And I I would say I liked it, but I didn't love it. Honestly, it was a very stable career. And I would see so many bad results of chronic disease in the hospital. It was really depressing. And I thought like, I'd rather work in a prevention role than patching up these huge problems. But I had plans to start working as a nurse practitioner. Graduated at the end of the year in 2019, and then in May 2020, our mom got sick. There were four four kids in the family. So um, my sister and I took care of her, and it was a long road, and we also had to take care of our grandmother, who was 105 at the time, because my mom was taking care of my grandmother. So there was just so much family upheaval, and nothing else really mattered but our family at that time and um, not only that but it was very exhausting emotionally physically everything that um, i didn't want to make a change and after my grandmother died in april 2021 my mom died in july 2021 after that time settled down i've been at my job as an rn and i'm in a sort of a leadership position but it's a comfort zone and i've been feeling like okay Like I've given myself this time to sort of like emotionally recoup, the time to kind of like heal that you don't really know what's happening, but you just follow your intuition. Like, okay, I just need to take some time. And my sister's also an NP. She's an acute care NP, I'm family. So I'm the older sister and she was an actor in New York and it's a struggle. I think that I was an influence on her because she saw the kind of stability. My name is Ilona Farkas, Vilma. She has been a tremendous influence on me. She's my older sister by a few years. So from childhood, I spent my time looking at what she was doing to have somebody who has a few more years on you to check in with like somebody who's with me in this journey who also has like a few steps ahead. 
So I, I went to, my first um, degree was in acting. So I studied acting at school and then I, um, I moved to New York and was working in theater and some film and TV. I had reached a point, I guess I was probably late 20s or early 30s, and I felt like the kind of transient pattern of creative work felt ungrounded to me and I wanted something a little bit more stable. So I spoke to a lot of people and did a bunch of research and I was either going to go back to school to do, I was going to do education or nursing. And when I spoke to Vilma, what had been a nurse for a few years at that point, and I spoke to her a lot about her experience and um, some another family member who would was an older nurse and had been a nurse for a long time. Um, and it it felt like um, an opportunity to get entrenched in the community and help people, like really get into it and help people. And I think also from a young age, I had always had a fascination with biology, with the human body, with how do things work and how do we, um, what things can go wrong, what things can go right, how do we fix, how do we manage what comes up. So attending nursing school, I felt like I really love this. Like I want to just stay in school all the time. And then when I started working, I think my plan was I'm going to be a nurse and I'll work three days a week and then the rest of the time I'll audition and like do other stuff. Um, and then once I was doing it, I kind of felt like I... Uh, the drive and the interest in all of the other creative stuff, it started to melt away a little bit. Like I still have interest in it, but I feel much more driven about uh, my opportunity to actually make a difference in nursing. I had been working at the bedside for a few years. I felt like, wait, but I have more, like there's there's more that I can do. I can have better impact on improving care for the patients that we're all working with and for the communities that we exist in. I think both my sister and I uh, felt that need to advance and she's a smarty pants, she's the... <laughs> She's definitely a very studious person. Um, she was always more studious than, than me, but we started NP school around the same time and graduated around the same time, or she started before me and yeah, but it there was a sort of like friendly competition. I think we would talk about, about school together and it was more, way more interesting. Um, NP school was much more interesting than nursing school. And I think for both of us, we like really liked the challenge of a higher level of academia and practice. And we are really supportive of each other when it comes to like talking about the field and jobs. And, you know, um, it's nice to have somebody to be able to talk to that like really does understand. It is fundamental to to any sort of satisfying work or career, specifically in healthcare, to have peers, colleagues, friends, family with which you can, with whom you can debrief to talk about this stuff went down at work and let me tell you this story because I really feel like A, B, and C and let me tell you everything. And then do you also think A, B, and C or 
we have different experience. She's been working in a very different role than I've been working in. So I value her input because it's a completely different, not completely different, but like different perspective from what mine is. And we can speak to each other in a way that can highlight things that I I didn't think of it that way, or I, I wasn't as um, critical in looking at that specific moment. That sort of feedback is really fundamental for growth. I think one way that we help each other as sisters and also being in the same profession is that because we grew up with the same parents, we both understand our own sort of like strengths and weaknesses that come from being raised in the same environment. And so we're able to talk about our own emotional responses to things. And that is really helpful because in our work, in our professional life, those things are going to affect the way that we work. Being able to have a sounding board and also recognize like, oh yeah, I recognize that because I've experienced that. We can see it in each other. And I think that does help us professionally because if, you know, if we're not always developing and, you know, taking care of ourselves, we're not going to be able to provide good care to our patients. So. Thank you for speaking with us, Velma and Ilona. I really enjoyed hearing more about you and how you supported each other throughout your academic and professional journeys. Your experience really does highlight the value of a strong support system for NPs and NP students, a support system that is very similar in many ways to the camaraderie AANP offers NPs and NP students as our professional community. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to NP Pulse as we celebrate NP Week. Tomorrow's mini-episode will focus on practice and, in particular, access to care, which is always a topic I love. Happy NP Week.